I'm Ray Rogers. And I'm Brad Kepler. You're listening to Fix This, a podcast exploring tech ideas and solutions to some of today's largest challenges. 2020 is a big year for the U.S. This fall from coast to coast, there will be elections held in each state. All 435 seats in the U.S. House of Representatives, 35 seats in the U.S. Senate, and the presidency will be decided. The election cycle and democratic process involves so much more than just casting and tallying votes. The months, weeks, and days leading up to an election are critical. And we're not just talking general elections here. Even on primary days, there is a lot of information to be communicated to voters so that they are informed and aware of what to expect. And this information keeps voters engaged so that they, you know, actually go out and vote, which is the important part of this story. With technology, we wondered, how are states modernizing the way they get the word out? Ray sat down with Deputy Secretary of State of New Hampshire, David Scanlon, to talk about how the state is changing the way voters can engage. There are many common questions that pop up every time there's an election. How do I register to vote? How can I cast an absentee ballot? Where is my polling place and what time does it open? Now, people can ask Alexa with the state's new Alexa skill and she'll relay the appropriate answers. And after an election occurs and the votes have been tallied, people can also ask, what were the election results? Making this information available in many formats, including voice, opens up a lot of possibilities for the state. And 2020 is a big year for New Hampshire because they just celebrated a massive milestone on February 11th. Here's Deputy Secretary Scanlon. This year in 2020, we are celebrating the 100th anniversary of the first in the nation presidential primary. One of the things that most excites me about New Hampshire is that you guys are introducing a new Alexa skill. Can you tell me a little bit about what the Alexa skill is and what the purpose of it is? Why did the state decide to unveil this? The Alexa skill is an opportunity for a voter or a person who's interested in becoming a voter in New Hampshire to obtain necessary information that they need related to elections without having to leave the comfort of their own home. In the past, when voters want to get opportunity about how they can exercise their right to vote or where their polling place is or when the polling hours are, they would have to either go to our website and look that information up or call their town clerk or call the Secretary of State's office and ask those questions. With the Alexa skill, if they have an Alexa-enabled device, they could simply ask those questions of Alexa and receive their answer. Either Alexa will respond verbally or the voter can submit their contact information and Alexa will send them a link to the site that a voter can go to to get appropriate information. And the neat thing about Alexa is that if there are questions that we see trending, and are not currently up on the Alexa skill, we can add those questions very easily. This seems like almost as though it engages different parts of the voting population that otherwise are hard to reach. Is that right? The Alexa skill has a tremendous opportunity to reach populations of voters that otherwise might find communication difficult. And while we know that, that Alexa can be used by any voter, uh, we know that the younger generation of voters that have grown up with technology look to social media and their mobile devices to obtain news and information. And so this technology really dovetails with that nicely. The other, another segment of our population that will benefit with Alexa is the disabilities community. Those citizens in New Hampshire that may have mobility issues. It gives them an opportunity to find out the information they need just using an Alexa device. 
They don't have to leave their living room. And then really importantly are our military personnel and our overseas citizens that may find themselves in remote locations without a field office that might have a laptop computer and access to the internet. But with a cell phone or a smartphone, they can access the Alexa skill and get elections information through that. Yeah, even if they're in a different time zone and they don't have time to wait on the phone or otherwise can't get in touch, this would really make it accessible to them and able to engage and get the information that they need. Young voters who were born into a digital-first world may find the Alexa skill to be an intuitive, simple way to engage with the voting process. And voters who are less inclined to navigate websites, make a call and stick around if there are hold times, or who might be vision impaired or otherwise unable to log onto a computer, think overseas military, will also find benefits in accessing this information in a new way. After a successful rollout of the Alexa skill, the state is starting to explore other ways that can make historical content widely accessible to people. In developing the Alexa skills, we are quickly realizing the opportunity to expand outside of elections to our corporation's office, to our records management and state archives offices. It just seems a natural progression of that technology. There's so much rich history that New Hampshire has as a state, and I think that's one of the coolest parts about this is that you're thinking now that this could also be incorporated in helping to preserve some of that culture and some of those different collections that you have that date back hundreds of years. Can you talk more about how something like the Alexa skill can help us stay connected, not only with current events like the primary, but also with our past? New Hampshire has a treasure trove of historical information that dates back to colonial times. And we work on putting those collections up on our website. People have to make a conscious effort to get onto their laptop or visit the state archives to view those records and documents. And the Alexa skill gives us an opportunity to make access of those items a lot more convenient and easy. So somebody that has an interest in when the King of England vetoed the colonial legislature, (laughs) in, now they can in, ask Alexa, or one day they, soon they can. They, they can ask Alexa if, uh, at some point uh, if they can see the document that actually made that happen. History buffs rejoice. The Alexa skill being used to improve voter engagement and information accessibility is a great customer example of how to approach situations with a fresh mindset and a new tool set. Now let's switch gears from voter engagement to elections management, specifically poll books. Poll books are an official register of voters. It does not tally votes. A typical poll book is printed on paper and distributed across the state's polling sites. Electronic poll books, or e-poll books, take the traditional paper poll books and digitize them. Similar to an Alexa skill, this technology helps to make the voting process more accessible depending on voter-specific needs. Ray sat down with Trisha Banstra, sales director of Knowing. Their entire backend infrastructure is built on the AWS cloud, and they provide an e-poll book solution for states like Rhode Island. Take a listen. A poll book is what poll workers are using on election day to look you up. So if you think about it, when you go vote on election day, typically the traditional way was to look you up on a paper poll book takes time. There's a huge list of people. We basically drill it down into one application and everything is housed electronically. Okay, so before, it's like a huge telephone directory almost, like a list of names, and they're scrolling down, 
and they find your name and yeah. they go, aha. That's you. And then you have to think of the lines too, the A through B, D through E. And you think of some of those jurisdictions, like some of the larger ones that we work in, that's millions and millions of voters and paper rosters and pieces of paper that they're having to print out for every single election. The administrative burden of that and the time spent using your eyes to go through seems immense. It's very immense. Okay, so tell me how No Ink works. So we're an app on an iPad. We build ourselves so the general public doesn't have access to our application. And then we also have a web-based browser, which we call ePulse, which is the brains of our system that counties and jurisdictions use to go in and build their elections. Can you tell me a little bit about how the e-poll book system helps states engage voters. If you think about it, when you go to vote, everyone typically thinks of how it's such a pain because there's such long lines. Um, With voter access and those voters being able to get in and get checked in and vote within minutes instead of hours really engages voters and keeps them wanting to come back. Yes, people who have responsibilities and duties at home, children to get home to, parents, anything, it can seem like a huge roadblock to dedicate a huge chunk of your time to go vote. Right. But if this is streamlining the process, I can see how it becomes a very quick thing that you do before work, during your lunch break, after work. And it's not like I need to take time off to go vote. I actually have a girlfriend who lives in Birmingham and we implemented there, um, not last year, but the year before. And she has two young kids, went into the voting location called me afterwards and was like, that was amazing. My kids didn't even have time to get bored and start screaming. And no ink was providing yes, a solution we in were Alabama. The book, yes. Whoa, that is such a cool story to hear. Once the traditional poll books become e-poll books, there's a benefit to other constituents who might be sight impaired mm-hmm. or elderly and they don't have the ability to wait in line for long hours. Can you tell me a little bit more about who benefits from this? So when you think about those senior citizens who really do enjoy going out on election day to vote, the biggest burden that they have is waiting in line. And with the ability for your poll workers to check you in within seconds instead of minutes, it really eliminates the long line. The other thing you can think about, too, is some of those voters with disabilities. Um, We have the ability on our application for the screen to actually read what voters being checked in. So it gives that voter confidence. So, like Brad mentioned, No Ink provides the e-poll book solution for the state of Rhode Island. Ray also chatted with Rob Rock, the Director of Elections in the Office of Secretary of State of Rhode Island. Rob gave us a glimpse of how technology is changing the way the state approaches elections management, and why incorporating technology and the cloud is a natural step for the state with their e-poll books. So our office is in charge of maintaining the central voter registration system. We make all of the ballots for the entire state, and we also certify all the candidates for, uh, for the election. One of our other main jobs is to send out all the mail ballots to voters who vote by mail. Technology is extremely important, and I believe that we owe it to our constituents to make sure that we keep up with the times. And ePoll Books has been uh, probably the most important technological advancement we've made in Rhode Island when it comes to elections. And voters are able to now... Uh, walk into a polling place, put their ID on a tray, and have their information automatically pop up on the e-poll book, as opposed to before e-poll books having to walk in, go to a specific line based on their last name, wait for a poll worker to thumb through hundreds of pages to try to find their name, pull out a label, put it on a piece of paper, and have the voter sign. So the process has been streamlined quite a bit, and it really helps, it helps the process move along quite nicely. 
How has this saved um, poll workers and other employees time and use their time differently? So poll workers have a lot to remember on Election Day. And supervisors in Rhode Island are the poll workers that check voters in. So instead of now having to worry about flipping through and losing their place and all of that stuff, being able to take the card and bring the voter's name up right away allows them to pay more attention to other things that they've got to worry about. Voters are able to get on with their day much quicker. Uh, when people go to vote, they've got a million other things that they've just done and still need to do. To be able to get you in and out of a polling place is extremely important. So it's, it's helpful for the, uh, for the voters. And then uh, by the same token, it helps election officials on the other side. Uh, folks at the state level like myself are able to monitor ballot uh, order throughout the day. So if all of that information is uploaded almost immediately instead of over a 30-day process. How does that impact what your state is able to share with the media, for example? So we're able to, throughout the day, on election day, monitor turnout, and we can see how many people have voted. And that's something that the media really likes to, to hear and see, and we've never been able to do that before. As we were going through the process to uh, to buy e-poll books. The concern was how are poll workers going to be able to be trained and handle an iPad as opposed to the stacks of papers. Most of our poll workers have been poll workers for years and have done things with the paper since they started. And we have really good poll workers. But anytime you change something, there's always a concern that people would pick it up. And without exception, my colleagues throughout the country said it really is not going to be a big deal for your poll workers to be trained on the iPads. And sure enough, they were correct. Our cities and towns, the State Board of Elections who trained the poll workers did a really good job of pairing up people who were more familiar with iPads with folks that may not be as familiar. And they worked together to be able to make the process smooth. And now, uh, without exception, people love the e-poll books. The voters love them. The poll workers love them. The media loves them. State and local election officials love them. It's really been a, a really, really good uh, technological advancement for the state of Rhode Island. And can you tell me when this was first adopted by Rhode Island, and was it always used statewide? In 2016, we were fortunate enough to get enough money to run a pilot program. Uh, and so in 2016, in September, in our primary, we used it in 37 precincts. We used e-poll books. In the November election, we moved it up to 57 precincts out of the 421. After the November election in 2016, every election since then, in every precinct, we've used the e-poll books. So we've had a number of special elections in Rhode Island in 2017 and 2018. And then the first full statewide election was the September primary in 2018. And then the subsequent November election in 2018, where we used the e-poll books. And so it will be used statewide this year, 2020. It's going to be used statewide in every election uh, for the foreseeable future. Voting is a cornerstone of the American democratic process, and voting truly is a process. It's much more than just election day. From voter engagement to elections management, innovative use of the cloud, like the Alexa skill in New Hampshire or the e-poll book in Rhode Island, makes the election process more accessible. Thank you to our guests, Deputy Secretary Scanlon, Tricia, and Rob. To try out the Alexa skill for yourself, you can download the State of New Hampshire election skill by Voice XP, free of charge by visiting Amazon.com. To learn more about the state, visit nh.gov. And to learn more about the e-pollbook solution, visit noinc.com. And last but not least, to learn more about the great state of Rhode Island, visit ri.gov. And to our listeners, a big thank you for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please help us spread the word by rating the show, sharing with your friends and family, and subscribing for more stories. Oh, and do you have a topic you'd love for us to cover? Leave, Leave it in, in a, a review. review. We'll catch you on the next one.